welcome to Plug Talk with Amber, where I talk about the not-so-sunny side of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Amber, and I'm super excited because we have a special guest in the building. Today, we're talking to Jasmine, the owner of Black Wallet, and she's here to talk to us about how to dominate tech. Jasmine, are you ready to spill the tea? I am so ready. Beyond ready. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys about how we met. Of course, we met on Facebook, and we were in the same group. What group was it again? Uh, Unclone. Unclone Marketing and Brandville Launch. We're in both. Yes. (laughs) we were in the same group and if you know anything about Audrea Richmond the marketing goat you know that she has an app what's the name of the app unclone tribe app (laughs) yes and it's lit and that's the app that Jasmine built and I was like I had to absolutely follow her because I love the app (laughs) let's go ahead and get started so the first thing I want to ask you Jasmine is who were you before you became a business owner? Like who were you before and who are you now? And what do you do now? Before I was a business owner, um, I was a broke college student. <laughs> um, but after that, I, when I was in college, my, I dropped out of college and I got married and I had two kids and I completely went um, basically silent. I didn't do anything. Um, but my husband is in the Navy. And when you are a military spouse, it's just really hard to get a job. Um, Especially if you are a college dropout, it's just hard to get a job period. And so, (laughs) yes, (laughs) they want no parts of this. They pay you no attention. (laughs) All the time, like, oh, you're going to be moving soon. Trust me, I know. (laughs) I was a military spouse as well. They're like, okay, so when did you get here? They're already counting down your clock for you. Yes. So, um, it was just one of those situations where I wanted more income for my family because I have this life in my mind that I want to give my kids and I can't do it by getting jobs. That was one thing. And then the second thing is my parents actually owned a cleaning business. And when I was a teenager, I helped them start it. I would clean banks at night. I would clean country clubs at night. You know, I was helping them clean in the middle of the night my mom asked me to do the website for her business. And that turned into me actually working remotely for my parents. Their cleaning business became a multi-million dollar cleaning business, but they used me to do everything. I did the websites, I did hiring, I taught everyone in the company how to use whatever tech we were using, um, whether it be the clock in, clock out system, really just anything. I'm a master at QuickBooks too, even though I will not do anyone else's accounting, but (laughs) anything that that business needed, I was the one to do it and I learned it on the fly. And so that grew into me doing websites for other business owners. And then over time, I realized, hey, I'm good at websites, but it's not the only thing that I'm good at. And it's not the only thing I want to do. I wanted to start supporting Black people because, you know, we lit. And <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so in 2014, I started a website called Black Business Spotlight. Don't nobody type that in. It does not exist anymore. Please don't type that in. <laughs> but I started a website called Black Business Spotlight. Then I changed it to Black Wallet. And that's when I decided, hey, I don't have the money to make an app let me figure out how to do it myself. So I spent a year figuring out how to 
make apps. <laughs> so in 2015, suddenly I'm an app designer. Um, I published my app in 2017. I have several more apps that are coming out this year, all for different you know, various Black business owners. Um, but Black Wallet has been around since 2017. Once I realized, hey, you know, I'm actually really good at explaining tech to other people. I'm good at you know, putting technology into other people's businesses and making it simple for them, that just became what the career that I made for myself. And so now that's what I do. People hire me to tell them, this is the software you need for your business. This is the software you can get with the budget that you're telling me you have. And this is how you can implement it. I Either I set it up for you or you set it up for yourself. But regardless, this is what you need. This is how you can get it. I make it so that it's simple for a business owner to do it themselves because black business owners don't know what they don't know. And I just want to make it simpler for black business owners to access and have opportunity to use technology. I can tell you how scary it is for other people when it comes down to tech and money, black entrepreneurs <laughs> run for the hills, but it's necessary so with getting in tech, was it scary for you? It wasn't scary for me. Um, my dad has been in the computer industry since I was a kid. I've known how to type since I was five. Um, <laughs> it's actually, <laughs> it's actually, we actually used to have one of like the big computers in our house when I was little. A fun fact, my handwriting, I can't really write very fast. Like most people can write like normal. I actually can't really write. But I can type faster than most people talk. I can type up, you know, a little bit past 100 words a minute. That's actually really good. And I if thought I was yeah, going. People who don't know what that means, that's very, very, very good. <laughs> I was about to say, and I thought I was doing something with my 60, you know, but here you are with your 100, and I'm like, I got it. I had to. <laughs> but yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't write. <laughs> Whatsoever. <laughs> but no, I've had every phone. I've had like 15 cell phones over the years. I've had a cell phone since, you know, back then, no one had a cell phone when they were like 10, but I had one. <laughs> Look, you are a business owner, okay? Like, <laughs> you've been doing business a very long time. You, uh, you needed that. So I know that we talked about what well, we briefly spoke on, how people sometimes need like reassurance and confirmation when they're doing things. So how did you get to a point where you say, you know what, I don't need reassurance or confirmation. So how do you know when that you're on the right track with projects? Um, well, let me answer that in two ways. So the first way is I realized that I need to stop asking people for reassurance because I blew through three businesses that I wanted to start before Black Wallet that people told me weren't good ideas. And now they are hot. Do you hear me? <laughs> So like when people were talking about like nowadays, it's like you can get shoes out of a vending machine. Yeah. I wanted to start that way back when, when I was like 16, I was like, you should be able to get flat shoes out of a vending machine and it should be right here outside the club. Guess what? There's a woman who's a multimillionaire who just did that about four or five years ago. Ooh. Then I had the opportunity, the business where, cause I used to sell candy in school until I got in trouble, but I used to sell candy in school. <laughs> I was like, as an adult, I was like, man, I should go get a minivan and deliver ice cream and cookies to people in the middle of the night. Like I wanted to give it to like pregnant women and just women in general, like in the middle of the night, let me deliver you ice cream and cookies. And I want to name it insomnia cookies. 
There is a business in Virginia now called Insomnia Cookies, and they are, are built like right outside of college campuses and deliver desserts to college oh. students. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Black Wallet was my absolute, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And it doesn't matter if no one agrees with me, I just have to start doing things and then figure it out later. And I can, I can, you can make people like anything. There's businesses out there where people are selling jars of air. Yep. So if you just yep. make people like it, you can make them like what you want to do. <laughs> I look, I saw it on eBay. Somebody captured air in a Ziploc bag from Kanye's concert. And I'll never forget. It was almost, I think it was like $2,000 or something. I'll never forget it. The bag of air. You can't make people like it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. The wrong business. <laughs> I'm about to sell a napkin and tell people Beyonce blew her nose on it. <laughs> oh, talk about a millionaire. You'll be set for life with that. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was not expecting that backstory. Like, <laughs> the businesses that you want to start actually got started and they're multimillionaires. Wow. <laughs> so now I tell myself whatever I want to do if I could just really push forward in it I will be a millionaire with my ideas my brain is valuable don't let nobody tell you that whatever you think it is not valuable it's valuable it's just how you position it and how you sell it yes and speaking of positioning how did you position yourself to be an expert being sociable a lot of people are going to be like what I am an extreme introvert and that doesn't seem to match with being sociable but when you are on the computer all the time it, it it makes sense i'm friends with a lot of people on facebook and then i just give them good customer service and then it turns into a referral after a referral after a referral i don't know i don't know how to make it sound more complicated than that <laughs> like hey it was it wasn't easy it took a long time the way i've done it take, took a long time i've been quote unquote networking with people since i don't want to use networking I've been building relationships since 2015, 2016. And so over the past year or two, yes, it's about 2018, all those relationships have just started coming to fruition. If you are genuine with people and you are actually like a nice person, <laughs> it comes through easily. So I don't have to sell. Now, if you don't are not sociable like me or you don't have the time to build relationships, then marketing has to be a lot heavier for you. It looks a lot different for you. But for me, it just came about because I genuinely like supporting people. And when you support people consistently over a long period of time, they want to return the favor. Yes. And notice that she said when, you, when you're actually nice. Not <laughs> <laughs> when you're actually I'm not but yes. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it for you Jasmine actually actually nice and you know you really do support people because not because you oh they need to support me back but it's genuine support things do happen for you differently and they come right on time when you are a mean girl in real life but you want to play the role on social media People are going to figure it out. They're going to see you out in public or they're going to see how you act. And if you have a nasty attitude or anything like that, it's just not going to come together for you. So with right. that being said, you mentioned having superior customer service. How do you give your customers the best experience? 
so it's a couple of things. One, since I'm in tech, a lot of things that I do are automated. So when people come to my website, they can book their own time without having to contact me. They can look at the website and a lot of their questions are already answered. So when they book a time, they fill out the form and that form tells me a lot. So when we get on the phone call, I already have ideas and plans on how to address your problems. And I'm not spending any part of the call waiting for you to explain to me the basics. We've already skipped that step. So we can actually get down to really solving your issue instead of, you know, just, just wasting time. And then the last thing is, and I think every entrepreneur should do this, pinpoint what your weakness is. So for me, my weakness, as, as bad as it sounds, is actually communication. Seeing a lot of emails or seeing a lot of Facebook messages, that overwhelms me and it gives me anxiety. Yeah. So I hired someone to specifically address that. And before you guys say you can't afford it, I pay this person $100 a month. So... <laughs> A month, you got um yeah, $100 a month. And she literally um, monitors my email and my Facebook DMs the first like 30 minutes or 20 minutes or so of every day. And she responds to them or she gives me to do tasks for me to respond to them myself. And that really helps me because I don't, I don't avoid the messages that I'm getting. So as an entrepreneur, find your weak point and outsource that one weak point. Just the, just one, whatever the biggest one is, outsource it. And then also note that she said, when you're getting your clients and things like that, they fill out a form. So mm-hmm. that is like the onboarding part, well, yeah. before onboarding. So that way you don't have to waste time with people that you're not going to work with. And like she said, it's going to save you time because you already know if you have something a service or a product is going to match what they need. Mm-hmm. So, and when they first pay me, um, or even when they first fill out that form, they get an automatic um, response and it includes a welcome packet. So as a client, you get a full welcome packet from me and it explains, hey, these are the hours that you can talk to me. This is when I'm available to answer your questions. These are the types of questions you can ask me. This is the payment policy. That you yeah. should follow. <laughs> so I put all the things that I think are important into this thing. And I have contracts. Y'all, please use contracts. Just We're going to need a whole nother episode for these contracts because <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I have to screenshot something that they sign. And it's, I don't have harsh terms. It's, and I don't have terms that you would not understand. Everything in my contracts are plain English. But mm-hmm. for some reason, they just go down there and they sign. And I'm like, no, look, y'all have to have contracts in place. And I'm not saying that everybody out there is the boogeyman, but they have people who will try you. Yeah. <laughs> they will try you. They will try to go outside of, outside of your scope, not pay you on time and don't want to be taxed when they don't pay on time, amongst other things. But that's another situation. So having an onboard, uh, onboarding process you know, the communication and things like that, outsourcing your biggest weakness, and also having an offboarding process. A lot of people talk about onboarding, but also having an offboarding process when it comes down to your services and your products. In your words, Jasmine, how can entrepreneurs dominate tech in their business? So the biggest way for entrepreneurs to to really take control and dominate tech is to sit down and analyze their business 
without using any tech at all. So literally write down what you do with a pen and a pencil, I mean, and a piece of paper. <laughs> so just write down all the steps of everything that you do. So the next time you deal with a client, you say to yourself, I did A, I did B, I did C, I did D, I asked them these things. And then once you can look at what you've actually already done, then go find a software that matches that. I compare it to, you know, doing, doing meal planning. You know, they say when you go to the grocery store, you should take a grocery list. It is the exact same thing. Stop shopping for software for your business based on what other people say. You need to write down what you and your business needs, and then you go look for that. Don't look for what makes other people happy because every business is different and it needs something different. Write down the things that you need for your business and then, you know, act on that accordingly. Take your grocery list, go to the grocery store, don't buy anything extra and roll out. <laughs> yes. Heavy on the roll out. Roll out. <laughs> Yeah, don't get sideswiped by so many bells and whistles. There's a lot of programs out here that are have really good sales pages, but their programs themselves aren't really worth much. They don't really work well. Or it's it's a a lot of people don't know this, but there are a lot of softwares out there that are designed to just be made quickly and dumped. So people are signing up for these things, but the owners of that software don't plan on updating it. They don't plan on making sure you could use it a year or two years or three years from now. There are people trying to make a quick buck on the back end, just like anybody else. So you need to actually pay attention to the history of the software that you're getting as well. That was a good tip. I, I haven't even thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people who are well-known in their industry and, and they do have softwares that they use and that they promote whether it's for an affiliate link we want you to assess where you are in business so if you are a beginner in business you do not need to get a software like the the mailchimp what you call it they have this pro thing where you can get up to thirty thousand yeah, things just like that regular MailChimp. yeah <laughs> get free mailchimp use like um, that's a good point. If you're a business owner, if you're a service-based business owner, let me be specific. If you're a service business owner and you have zero dollars and zero cents because you're just starting, get use the four following things. Loom, let's put an L, so L-L-L-O-O-M. Yes. Zoom, yep. Z-O-O-M. Okay. Mailchimp, and ClickUp. Woo. The four of those. People are so on I'm sorry. All right, and acuity. <laughs> you can use all five of those things for free 99 and it will get you through your first five, six, seven, eight clients. Yep. So you get some regular money. Heavy on the click up. Same software. You can then start upgrading. You don't even have to switch. You can stick with them same things and yeah. just upgrade. Yes. I don't even have anything to add. Loom, <laughs> Zoom, MailChimp, or I use MailerLite. I love MailerLite. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And click up and a scheduling thing. These all yeah. have free, and then you can upgrade, like she said. That's all you really need. Service based. I have yeah. to say that again. Service. Product based businesses, y'all, y'all different, but <laughs> oh, yes. y'all are absolutely different. I couldn't imagine the shipping nightmares that they have. I have nothing. 
but yeah, that's, that's really that's really all you need. You need to assess where you are, and don't be afraid to get classes for beginners. Like mm-hmm. I said, there are people who are willing to teach you what you don't know. Any skill that you don't have, you can either learn or outsource. You just have to determine how important is it to you. Is your time more important, or is it being done more important? If the product or the service is more important. Get a professional to do it for you. You really do have to do what you need to do. And you're going to have to change things about yourself as well to get things done. Do you have any other tips for um, appearing as a tech-savvy owner, even though you're not? Yeah, so this this can continue partially from the last question. So if you are a service-based business owner, have a clean website. And by website, it doesn't need to be some big fancy thing. Just have a clean landing page. Amber can make one on the low. Hire her. (laughs) (laughs) So you just need, it can be a clean one page website. It doesn't need to be complicated. So have a clean website, have an appointment booking system or software, um, a button where they can uh, book their appointment with you. And then have an online way to pay that is not just cash app. Have something serious on the back end. While you can always, some people, I I don't recommend it, but some people as business owners are telling others, you know, it's okay to use cash app. You will not get the serious bank that you want if that's what you're using. Have something else that you can tell other people because there's some business owners where they only want to wire transfer you so (laughs) right (laughs) when you get real bank they want to send wire transfers they don't want to do a cash app they need to have that on their records they need the receipt they need the entire documentation and cash app's not going to give them that so if you want to get bigger clients or more expensive clients you're going to need to have a real payment system yeah, I think those are the three for service based. If you're a product based business, just have a clean website, have really great product photos, um, have a really good segmented email list, shipment tracking. Yes. Above all else, shipment tracking. <laughs> yes, and to add on no for the product base, make sure that you have um, people who are using your products. Yes, we you, everybody doesn't like stock photos because. You got to think about people like uh, websites like Wish. Wish have the best product photos, and then when it gets to your house, it's nowhere near what you ordered two months ago because that's <laughs> that's how long it takes to get to your house. So, Show it on a real person. Yes, real. Regular body. <laughs> and you know what? Another thing that I see, even with like, even though hairdressers and hair salon people, they're kind of service based and product based because a lot of them supply the hair. I see a lot of times that their clients look so unhappy in those pictures. I <laughs> I rarely see anybody smiling in the pictures. So if you're doing something like that, make sure your customers are smiling. If you could get a video testimonial, that would be great. It shows social proof. Yes. So, and then another thing about um, using Cash App for business. They don't have any customer. I see people right now. They don't have any customer service. You cannot hop on the phone and talk to anybody at Cash App right now. Nope. You have to wait, um, if I'm not mistaken, up to 20, uh, 48 
24 to 48 hours just for them to email you back. And I've seen people send large amount of money to the wrong people or yeah. people are trying to do disputes and things like that. It's not going to happen. It, yeah. it, it could happen, but it's very difficult. Right. So, <laughs> so not make sure, yes, make <laughs> sure that you have those things. There are all type of things that you can do these things. So you have PayPal, you have Stripe, you have yeah. Square, there is Zelle. Um, what else I take? I take cash. I take ca- uh, checks. I take just about every form of payment there is. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> make sure I that you all accept cash. Most of the time, I don't. I you know I'm online. I can't see anybody to get it. <laughs> oh yeah, my, my pull up game is strong, Jazz. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will pull up on you. <laughs> I guess I can tell people to start mailing it in. <laughs> oh, you know they're going to say, oh, it got lost. Yes. <laughs> it got lost. I don't know how that got in there. Like, what? Did you insure it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but no, I just, I really want people to realize that there are easier ways to do things. I think we as Black people are so used to just making a way out of no way that we don't realize we have access these days to better ways. Um, it's hard to prove that to us. We're a skeptical people. We have every right to be, but yes. we are a skeptical group of people. And I need us to start realizing that not everything that's different is bad for us yes. or is going to backfire on us. We got a long time to scam. Oh yeah, it ain't yeah. everything in this town. <laughs> You're like, oh no, this is scam. Like what? Right. <laughs> oh yeah, it's we, legal. I promise. <laughs> yeah, it's it's legal. We we're not gonna jail over nothing over here. <laughs> like right, everything is not a scam. This oh man. So this has been, it has been amazing interviewing you. How can my <laughs> listeners keep up with you on social media? Um, so specifically for this podcast episode, you can go to my website. Um, it's jazztiara, J-A-S-T-I-A-R-A.com slash Amber, A-M-B-I-R. So that, that will give you a landing page to all of my businesses, all of my apps. Um, and everything and there's a special freebie on there for you to go you gotta go look at the website to figure out what it is but there's a special freebie on there (laughs) (laughs) and Amber's listeners I have um, a monthly membership where I teach entrepreneurs specifically how to use tech Um, and it's in a very easy very simple way and normally it's $97 a month but Amber's friends and listeners get for $50 a month so as long as you go to that website yep (laughs) (laughs) As long as you go to that link, um, you know, you can see everything that you need to see and discover. You can hire me. You can talk to me. If you have some questions about some tech that you already have, um, feel free to shoot me an email. My email is I am at jazztiara.com. And if you are a Black business owner, please, please, please um, go ahead and download my app, Black Wallet. It's in all app stores. And you can insert your business into the directory for free. So this has been another fire episode of Plug Talk with Amber. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this has been my favorite episode. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Meant to inform and inspire. 
And remember, everything is not a scam. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> remember, <please>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next week.